0: Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast hosted by me, Christina Simmons, your guide during this audio online retreat that is focused upon helping you become the saint God created you to be. This retreat will consist of us reading the book, Love Like a Saint by Elizabeth M. Kelly, and will include a brief reflection and daily resolution designed to help you incorporate what we read into your daily life. So accompany me now as we take our next step on our journey towards holiness. Welcome to Day 18. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, grant me peace of mind, so I may face with tranquility everything that this new day will bring. Help me entrust myself fully to your holy will. In every hour of this day, teach me and support me. Whatever news I may receive today, teach me to accept it with serenity and with firm conviction that everything is according to your holy will. In all my words and actions, guide my thoughts and feelings. In all unexpected events, do not let me forget that everything is sent by you. Teach me to deal sincerely and wisely with every member of my family, bringing confusion or sorrow to none. O Lord grant me strength to endure the weariness of the coming day and bear my part in all its passing events guide my will and teach me to pray to believe to hope to endure to forgive and to love amen name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen so today we are continuing again our journey with elizabeth knori mora and today we're going to learn about the conversion of her husband cristoforo She knew how to wait. And so we return to our poem. The lover begs the beloved to wait for him, to remain faithful, to bring him back safely, even from the clutches of doom, by the power of her patience. Written during a time of war, it seems even more fitting that it should tell something of Elizabeth's life. She clearly lived out a spiritual war every day of her troubled marriage and the power of her patience brought the soul of Cristoforo back to life through a slow, steady, credible conversion, one she predicted with great confidence and joy. Some women friends came to visit and pray before the miraculous image of Jesus of Nazareth, and they fell into conversation with Cristoforo before they left. He chided them for their visit. You come to pray, he scoffed. It is always Christmas night with my wife, but I allow her to keep it for my own part I say Mass whilst I'm sleeping in bed. Elizabeth replied, Laugh as much as you please, but after my death you will say Mass, and what is more, you will hear confessions. You will then no longer pretend to say Mass in bed. The very notion of Cristoforo converting, much less becoming a priest, must have sounded ludicrous to everyone. Yet so it came to pass. In the spring of 1825, following several bouts with various illnesses, Elizabeth died peacefully, attended by her faithful and loving daughters. With the very moment of her passing, miracles began erupting all over Rome. She appeared to her sister Mary, for example, and asked that she look after her daughters. Mary, who had been kneeling for her evening prayers, was not in the habit of having visions. Confounded by this one, she told herself it had been her imagination. It wasn't until the next day, when she visited Elizabeth's home, that she realized Elizabeth had appeared to her at the exact moment she died. Again, at the moment of her death, Elizabeth visited a little girl who was sick in bed and waited for her mother to bring her some supper. Elizabeth appeared resplendent in glory and announced that she was going to heaven, but she wanted to remind the little girl about a sin she had forgotten to confess. She also told her she would lead a long and holy life. The little girl's mother disbelieved the tale until the next day, when she learned that Elizabetha had perished at that very moment. Elizabetha also appeared to a number of her friends, encouraging them in lives of holiness and assuring them of her prayers from heaven. Miracles occurred in the days following her death. The sick who approached her coffin were cured, and stunning conversions came to the hardest hearts. Healings and conversions continued to be attributed to Elizabeth's intercession as the years went on. Certainly, she was storming heaven on behalf of her wayward husband. Not long after Elizabeth died, Cristoforo began attending Mass and took up a penitential life. According to reports, he said often with and with tears in his eyes, I sanctified my dear and holy wife by my bad conduct. Can I ever forgive myself? After some years, Cristoforo visited his daughter, then an oblate of St. Philip Neri at her convent, and told her that he wanted to enter religious life. He became a Third Order Franciscan, and after some years he was ordained for the priesthood. Having been well educated, he served not only as a confessor, but as a professor as well. He found his greatest happiness when offering Mass at his daughter's convent, and having the privilege of giving her Holy Communion. Cristoforo died in 1845 after 11 years in religious life witnesses testified that his conversion was sincere he spent his life after elizabeth's death in penance and humility attributing the forgiveness of his sinful past to her intercession elizabetha was beatified by pope john paul ii in rome in 1994 the year of the family in the homily at her beatification mass he said elizabeth Mora, amidst a great many marital difficulties, showed total fidelity to the commitment she had made in the sacrament of marriage and to the responsibility stemming from it. Constant in prayer and in her heroic dedication to her family, she was able to rear her children as Christians and succeeded in converting her husband. We would like to pay homage to all brave mothers who dedicated themselves to their own family without reserve, who suffer in giving birth to their children and who are ready to make any effort to face any sacrifice in order to pass on to them the best of themselves. Elizabetha's remains are interred in the beautiful Roman church, San Carlo alle Quattro Fontaine. Blessed Elizabeth, pray for us. Help us always to remember that patience is not so much something we practice as a gift we give. When we are tempted to give up, especially in those for whom conversion has not yet come to pass, pray for us that we will be strengthened by your courage and heroic patience to be generous in extending this gift with kindness, always measuring our circumstances against the horizon of heaven. Amen. And so this concludes... Our journey with Elizabetha and her life and the aftermath of her life, but tomorrow we'll pause one more moment and we'll allow her own words to inspire us for our reflection on Sunday. But before that, what is our resolution for today? Well, I think it should be somewhat obvious that we should resolve to pray for those whose conversion has not yet come to pass and ask Elizabeth's intercession for that intercession. I uh, ask her to intercede for your sons, your husbands, your spouses, your grandparents, your parents, your children, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, whoever it is in your life that you have encountered that you have prayed that they would come to Christ, that they would have a conversion of heart. Ask Blessed Elizabetha to pray for that intercession today. That is our resolution. And know of my continued prayers for each and every one of you. Look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this special episode of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And... If you think of someone who could benefit, please make sure to share this podcast with them. In the interim, know of my continued prayers for each of you that you may be given whatever graces you need so that you can do whatever it takes. So together we can tell the master of death, not today. God bless.